it together already. Okay. Hey, look. It's 6.02. It's coming up to 6.03. And you know what that means, don't you? Yes. It means it's time for Tawny the Brave here on CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg. It's the fun drive edition of Tawny the Brave. Part 2. Second edition. So, once again, we come to you on our hands and knees with our cupped hands before us, uh, asking for you to do your part in the Campus Community Radio Interplanetary Exchange. This station requires active community monetary participation to survive. It's true. It's not just a matter of trying to improve things or getting new software or something, giving the staff a raise. It's just functional things. It's just keeping the station going. We need your support, and frankly, we're running a little behind our goal at this point. So we're hoping, I'm hoping, that the listeners of Tanya the Brave will step up this week and give us a call, pledge your support to this show and to this station's fun drive overall. The number here is 774-6877. The lines are wide open. Give us a call now. The show today is themed. If you were listening last week, then you will recall that uh, I promised a James Bond-themed show. The Music of Bond. This is a show that I did a couple years ago, and uh, I'm reviving it as a single episode uh, production. So I'll get into some of the nuts and bolts of the music of Bond, and we got lots of great stuff, unused themes, a little bit of exciting score music, some great covers of Bond themes, and an original Bond theme or two. But we're going to start off with one of the covers. This is Bjork's version of one of my very favorite Bond themes. Might be my favorite, but depends what day you ask me on. This is Bjork's performance of You Only Live Twice. You only 
Bjork with her version of You Only Live Twice. I think that was, what, the fourth movie in the franchise? And fifth, the fifth movie. And uh, the scene was originally sung by Nancy Sinatra. Truly one of the very best Bond themes. Up next is Shirley Bassey who we're going to hear from a couple times in this show. We'll hear from her a little later on. But first, this is a Bond theme that was never one. She sang, by the way, three Bond themes. And as we'll hear later in the show, uh, recorded a theme for one of the more recent Bond outings that was ultimately not used. That would have been her fourth entry in the Bond theme sweepstakes. Uh, along with Tom Jones representing the Welsh kind of handily in that regard. Moonraker is nobody's favorite Bond movie, but honestly, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of the height of the Roger Moore years. It gets pretty silly at times. I'm looking at you, space fight. But... It's a fun movie. It checks all the boxes. And the theme song, maybe partly because it never really got stuck in my head, kind of grew on me after a while. The melody, at least. I I still can honestly say I can't really sing it off by heart. I don't even know the lyrics. But there's musically, I love it. And there's a point in the lyrics where Shirley Bassey sings a deliberately, very slightly flattened note. It always makes me cock my ear. It's not quite on pitch, and it's clearly deliberate because she does it perfectly the same every time. It's when she sings the lyrics, felt your touch, and it always seems you love me. The word seems is the one I'm talking about. See if you can see what I mean, and I just, I kind of love it. This is the original theme from Moonraker by Shirley Bassey. Like... 
Bassey and the theme to Moonraker here on Tawny the Brave. You see what I mean about that note? It's sort of, I don't know if it bugs me or if I love it. It's a combination of the two. Interestingly, Shirley Bassey herself was never too crazy about that song. She was quoted as saying that she felt it didn't work and she never did perform it live in concert. Hmm. Well, I like it. Uh, in case you didn't know, it's still CKUW's Fun Drive. It's the Fun Drive edition of Tawny the Brave. And so far, the phones haven't rung. And that's sad because, well, we're running a little behind, little, uh, it, you know. We're a little behind our goal, and uh, we need uh, Tawny the Brave listeners to step up and help out uh, your local radio station that you love that needs your help. We need it just to keep the lights on, so uh, please give us a call at 774-6877, or if you want to pledge online, you can do so at fundrive.ckuw.ca. The options are myriad in terms of payment, swag, and just making it financially work for you. 
So uh, give us a call and our happy, helpful opera- operators will will get you sorted right out in a way that works for you and us. John Barry was pretty much the man of Bond music. Uh, David Arnold has kind of taken over in recent years since Barry's passing, but he got involved extremely early on, uh, partly due to music he had composed and issued under his own name, the John Barry Orchestra, or as a combo called the John Barry Seven, which is a very cool combo indeed. He did a lot of really cool instrumental music before the first Bond movie came out and even after his uh, involvement. For instance, from 1965 comes this track, The Syndicate, and you can clearly see that uh, Vic Flick's twang guitar style. Yes, that was the actual name of the session musician who played on a lot of your favorite songs and a lot of Bond music as well. He was a real go-to guy for John Barry in the studio. And you can certainly hear his work on this track. From 1965, this is John Barry and The Syndicate. John Barry with The Syndicate. You know, I've brought a couple of John Barry songs uh, to play at some point in the show. We'll get to another one a little later in the show. And the other one 
is the one that more prominently features the guitar work I was just talking about. But that one, that could be straight out of a number of Bond movies there, what we just heard. The Syndicate from John Barry. Up next, it's Arctic Monkeys covering one of their favorite Bond themes and a song, I gotta say, I didn't notice too much until I heard their cover. And somehow the the song as a whole has a lot more respect for me now. It's still not one of my favorites, but... Boy, Arctic Monkeys do a great version and uh, reminds me that it's actually a really good song. Uh, One that was originally done by Shirley Bassey. Uh, This is Arctic Monkeys and Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds are forever Diamonds Are Forever, as done by Arctic Monkeys. You're listening to Tawny the Brave here on CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg. It's the second Fun Drive edition of Tawny the Brave, and we need to get those phones ringing. I believe we just got a call shortly, but uh, heavens, that's just the beginning. Uh, There's a lot of Tawny the Brave listeners who swore that they were going to pledge during this show, so I'm waiting for your call. And if you listen to this show at all and enjoy it, even if you can't afford much, pledge your support. The station needs it. 
we appreciate it and it's a a good way of tracking how where we're at with the community that we broadcast to and the people who are listening the people who are enjoying the shows that uh, we do on a weekly rotation here on CKUW 774-6877 is the number if you're going to call us that's area code 204-774-6877 that's the pledge line which is live with live operators 24 hours a day online you can pledge at fundrive.ckuw.ca we're doing the music of bond this week this is a theme I've done before, quite some time. I, I, I'm thinking five or six years ago, I did a two-part Music of Bond theme, and it was one of my favorite themes I ever did. So I thought I was going to revive it here for the Fun Drive edition, and I brought lots of my favorite things that I played before, things that I listen to regularly at home, and a couple of new discoveries. There's some unused Bond themes that I still hadn't tapped into. And I've got two or three with me today, including this one right now. For the movie Tomorrow Never Dies, Cheryl Crow ended up doing the theme song, and a wonderful, excellent theme song it is. Uh, It really is one of my favorites. Uh, It was on this movie that uh, Canada came closest to being represented in the James Bond theme sweepstakes with Katie Lang's entry, Surrender. It's a really great song, could have made a great theme song. They ended up using it for the closing credits. We're going to hear that later in the show, but first we're going to hear a rejected Bond theme that wasn't used at all, made by Saint Etienne. This is Tomorrow Never Dies by Saint Etienne.
And we're back. The phones are ringing, and that's making me very happy. We're getting some pledges in. We still have a long way to go. If you haven't pledged your support to this show and CKUW, I urge you to do so. Uh, We're only doing this for another hour or so, and we really need your support. The station simply needs it to thrive and to survive. And it's good to hear from listeners who enjoy the show and are willing to say so monetarily. It's a good feeling to know that uh, people care that much about the sort of radio station that you're, you can't get anywhere else. We just listened to Saint Etienne with their rejected theme for Tomorrow Never Dies. Pretty good. Pretty good song, Saint Etienne. But I, I do got to hand it to Cheryl Crow. That's a real fine uh, theme for that one. Up next, and I believe this might... Uh, relate to somebody who's pledged their support on this show uh, only minutes ago. I got a request from a longtime listener last week for Iggy Pop's version of We Have All the Time in the World, the theme from Honor Majesty's Secret Service, which was originally done by Louis Armstrong. I know what you're thinking. Iggy Pop is the perfect voice to do a tribute to Louis Armstrong. And you would be right. He sings it fantastically. So uh, here's one for you, Robert. This is Iggy Pop with We Have All the Time in the World.
right. Holy moly. We just got uh, we got a really great pledge in. We're doing all right here on Tawny the Brave. That feels good. Uh, we're back. It's Tawny the Brave. That was Iggy Pop's version, expertly crooned, of We Have All the Time in the World, which uh, was playing in the original music when James Bond's wife died. Uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but hey, the movie's like 50 years old, so I can spoil a 50-year-old movie. <laughs> and besides, they make references to it all the time in subsequent episodes. But uh, Jeff uh, Peeling, who's going to be doing his show in about 54 minutes or so, uh, is a big Bond fan and pointed out that it was that song that was playing in the most recent Bond movie at a pretty crucial moment. So it's a kind of a almost like a full circle thing. So there you go. Iggy Pop's version of We Have All the Time in the World. <laughs> wow, some good pledges rolling in. This is good. Good stuff. Let's keep it going, folks. If you haven't pledged yet and you're a fan of this show, give us a call right now. The lines just got open. 204-774-6877 is the number to call. Back to the unused Bond theme trough we go for an alternate theme to The Man with the Golden Gun. Again, nobody's favorite Bond movie, but it had uh, Christopher as the villain. Oh, uh, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, yeah. And he's a great villain, and there's a great final battle in that movie. Overall, the movie's all right. Scaramanga. Scaramanga, that's right. Yeah, he's he's a great villain. But uh, the theme was done by Lulu, and it's nobody's favorite Bond theme. In fact, it's probably some people's least favorite Bond theme. If only Alice Cooper had done the theme, they would have done much better. They would have tapped in to the musical Zeitgeist, for one thing, because Alice Cooper was happening in 1973, and Lulu wasn't. Bless her heart. She's a wonderful singer, and I'm a big fan, but her golden years were slightly behind her. They should have made this the theme song for The Man with the Golden Gun. This is Alice Cooper on Tawny the Brave. This is the part I really like.
and we're back. Some, uh, as I mentioned, some good pledges have come in lately. Uh, the last of which was a generous pledge indeed that put us over the $42,000 mark. So thank you for that pledge, and thank you for all the pledges that have come in on the show so far. We're a long way from being done, so let's keep that rolling. We just listened to what should have been the theme song for The Man with the Golden Gun. I like that song the more I hear it. I think it's just a great song. They they hit it out of the park. How dare Broccoli and Saltzman reject it, or whoever was responsible for rejecting it. Because uh, I don't know. Do you remember the Lulu uh, theme song, The Man with the Golden Gun? Yeah, neither do I. That's the thing about it. Before John Barry's mighty reign and what practically became his legacy, I mean, he scored a lot of great movies. He did a lot of great scores. He won Academy Awards, several of them. But uh, as possibly more than anything, and I, I say that with uh, deference to some of the wonderful scores he's done, Academy Awards or otherwise, but he's uh, he'll forever be known as the the man who pretty much invented the music of Bond. But he the thing about it is. He didn't write the theme song. It's practically his. It's his in all but sheet music. The theme was actually composed by Monty Norman, and it, it was drawn from, a, from a, uh, a play, a West End London play, and that famous note sequence. You know the note sequence. I'm not going to sing it for you. But... Uh, it was done with a kind of a, a jaunty piano, and it didn't have that twang guitar cool and the swing that John Barry's orchestration brought to it. John Barry took Monty Norman to court three separate times and lost each time when he was uh, trying to claim the rights to that theme. And it would be nothing without... Uh, John Barry's interpretation, but indeed the notes themselves were written by Monty Norman. This is the original James Bond theme by Monty Norman.
So there you go. That's Monty Norman with the Bond theme. If if the Bond movie music uh, was in his hands, it would be a different a different thing entirely. So uh, kind of interesting if you're a fan of that sort of thing, and and I am. Uh, we still got our uh, fun drive going on, and we're having a good time here. I'm I'm actually really enjoying doing this show. I've been thinking about. Uh, doing a distilled version of this theme for some time. And I've still got quite a few things to get through. I'm not going to get through everything, so we'll, we'll, pack, uh, we'll pack all the goodness in we have time for. Interspersed with phone ringing, pledge drive supporting type action. Going back to the movie Diamonds Are Forever, we heard Arctic Monkey's version of uh, the theme earlier in the show. This is a little uh, score music. I, I wanted to include at least one track of score music, and this is not only is it an uh, exciting little bit of music, but I love how on when you buy movie soundtracks and it's either entirely score music or some of the tracks are just from the score, how they title them. They title them by the location or by the character and something they do. Sometimes they make for really funny titles. And I've always liked uh, this one for its title, Bond Smells a Rat. This is John Barry Orchestra. Hey, we're back. You're still listening to Tawny the Brave here on CKUW 95.9 FM. That was Bond Smells a Rat from Diamonds Are Forever by John Barry Orchestra. Back to the unused theme songs. I mentioned this off the top of the show, but uh, it bears repeating. The most Bond themes done by a single artist is Shirley Bassey by two. Because she's done three different Bond themes. Three different Bond themes. Nobody else has done even two. But 
she almost did a fourth one for one of the more recent movies, Quantum of Solace. Um, she contributed a, th- a song called No Good About Goodbye for the movie Quantum of Solace. It ultimately wasn't used. It would have been her fourth Bond theme, and honestly, it would have been great. It's kind of amazing how it was produced in such a way that it sounds modern for its time. When was Quantum of Solace? Like 2006 or something? I can't remember. But it sounds modern for, for its that time, yet it still has the same feel as that sort of classic era of Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, um, that 60s orchestral thing that, uh, that they did in the earlier movies. This is Shirley Bassey with No Good About Goodbye. Where is the solace that I crave? Will it still haunt me to my grave? Too broken to forgive, too painful to relive now. There may be other arms to hold, they'll only keep me from.
John Barry with Beat Girl. That's the track I was referring to earlier that features the twang guitar of Vic Flick. And uh, it's clearly got a Bond feel to it. Before that was Shirley Bassey with an unused Bond theme, a rejected Bond theme. How shameful, but fortunately she already had three to her credit. No Good About Goodbye was not used for the movie Quantum of Solace. In fact, it was uh, Another Way to Die by Jack White and Alicia Keys. That was uh, the theme for Quantum of Solace. Because I guess it was too hard to... They they gave up on insisting that the title of the movie be in the song. Because Quantum of Solace does not roll off the tongue. You know, like the producers wish it did. But I I was never crazy about that uh, Another Way to Die, the Jack White, Alicia Keys theme. Before that was Chris Cornell, You Know My Name, which I didn't care for too much either but Adele uh, came up with one of my all-time favorite Bond themes I don't think there anybody nobody dislikes the theme from Skyfall it's just an amazing song like oh my god does she step up to the plate of course as you all know it won an Academy Award for best original song that was the only time that that happened but it only reached number eight on the Billboard charts There was a number of Bond themes that uh, made the top 10. Madonna's uh, theme song, Die Another Day, also made it to number eight. Uh, Sheena Easton's uh, song from For Your Eyes Only got up to number four. Carly Simon got up to number two with Nobody Does It Better, as did Paul McCartney and Wings with Live and Let Die. But there was only one. And can anyone uh, who's around right now, can anyone guess which Bond theme, the only one to do so, went to number one on the Billboard charts? No guesses? It's a little surprising to me because it's really not one of my favorite Bond themes. But uh, it was, in fact, Duran Duran. Duran, what? Duran Duran? That's just crazy. Uh, with uh, with a view to a kill, not even you know one of the best Bond themes, but uh, there you have it. In the meantime, where uh, Sheena Easton charted with uh, "For Your Eyes Only," Blondie submitted a theme for that movie that wasn't used, and I do like the Sheena Easton song, but the Blondie song is great too. And they're just cooler. Sorry, Sheena Easton. But uh, here's the proof. This is Blondie with their rejected theme, which appeared on a subsequent album, by the way, uh, titled For Your Eyes Only on Tawny the Brave.
if Blondie had done the theme song for For Your Eyes Only, well, it would have sounded like that. And I think it would have been a good theme song. Not, you know, Blondie's best song, and maybe not Bond-sounding enough. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that they don't echo any of the motifs that the best Bond themes usually have. Like Skyfall, it echoes some of the classic motifs in the orchestration. But uh, anyways, instead you got Sheena Easton, and there you go. Going back to a movie that is... <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? Jeff... Uh, I, I mentioned earlier as a big Bond fan, so we've been talking Bond uh, during the song somewhat. And he was asking me if Never Say Never Again counts as a Bond movie, to which I say, yes, it does. But here's one back at you. I should have thought of this before. Does the first Casino Royale count as a Bond movie? Because it stars David Niven. It's a comedy. It's like it may as well be a Pink Panther movie or something. Of course, Casino Royale was made with a very different story, uh, you know, with uh, Daniel Craig. And it's a great movie. Like the, the remake, or it's not even a remake. It's just the second movie called Casino Royale is great. What do you think, Jeff? Does the first one count as a Bond movie? Because it stars a character named James yeah, Bond. It's not canon, though. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not canon, Dave. Oh, and neither canon. What does that mean? Never Say Never Again is not canon either. True, but I, true. But but here's here's a contentious question. So Octopussy and Never ne Say Never Again came out the same year. Which is more of the real Bond movie, though, right? Because for me, it's it's Connery all the way, right? Yeah, I guess. But it's just unfortunate that that was one of Roger Moore's most silliest movies. Um, and I've and I'm surprised we can even say that word on the radio is so silly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but. So Casino Royale, starring David Niven as James Bond, uh, had a theme that was done by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. And I, it doesn't sound Bondy. The movie isn't Bond-y, but it is a great song. This is Herb Alpert and Casino Royale.
that is satisfying. That is musically satisfying. Uh, it's a Bird Baccarat composition, so of course it is. And it's got some tricky little math going on in the way the melody winds through. It doesn't just line up on fours like songs usually do. Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass with Casino Royale from 1967. Uh, there you go. You're still listening to Tawny the Brave here on CKUW 95.9 FM. I hope you're enjoying the show. I certainly am. Uh, the phones have been silent for a little while, but we've still got a fun drive going, and we've still got a long ways to go. So if you're enjoying this show now, I'm guessing it's not the first time you've enjoyed this show. The station needs your support, and we need you to call in and pledge right now. We'd love to hear from you. Our friendly operators are standing by at 204-774-6877. That's the number here. Give us a call right now. Pledge your support to this show, and... Let me know that you enjoy what I do here. You can also pledge online at fundrive.ckuw.ca. And you can make payment arrangements that are spread over the course of 12 months. You can opt out of getting some swag in favor of a tax receipt. Of course, at different pledge levels, you get your choice of, you know, uh, of great bonus prizes. We've got a really nice T-shirt design this year. And if you want to pick one of those up, you've got to pledge $75 or more. That's not much money for a year's worth of entertainment and a cool T-shirt. So go for it. Give us a call. Pledge your support. We're going to carry on with the Bond theme here because I've only got about 19 minutes left to do this and I've got a few I'd love to squeeze in. I mentioned earlier in the show when I was talking about how Shirley Bassey has three Bond themes to her name, almost four. Uh, Canada has never produced a Bond theme singer, but Katie Lang had a song called Surrender that was really great. It was uh, used in Tomorrow Never Dies. Is it Tomorrow Never Dies? Uh, over the closing credits as it happens. But it's a really great song. It could have been a great theme. This is Katie Lang with Surrender on Tawny the Brave.
Katie Lang with Surrender from Tomorrow Never Dies, which she says just as often as the word surrender. And man, it's such a great song. Like, honestly, it's up there with the classic Bond themes, except it wasn't selected in favor of Cheryl Crow's uh, song, Tomorrow Never Dies, which is great, I'll admit. But considering some of the half-assed themes that have come out in the last, you know, 10 Bond movies, uh, and that one gets uh, shuffled to the closing credits. Oh, my goodness. What a topsy-turvy world we live in. I I really wasn't too crazy about Madonna's uh, theme song for Die Another Day. Uh, Same goes for Chris Cornell, Jack White, and Alicia Keys. Of course, Adele uh, came up with one of the best theme songs of all time, hands down. Uh, Sam Smith laid an egg, in my opinion. And Billie Eilish did a pretty good job with the most recent theme from uh, No Time to Die. Uh, it was pretty great. Who knows who's up next, but next in, in chronological sequence after the song that we just heard, uh, the next Bond movie was The World Is Not Enough. The theme was performed by Garbage led by the uh, the Scottish powerhouse Shirley Manson and they've truly stepped up to the plate Uh, it's also a great theme song it's uh, the theme from The World Is Not Enough by Garbage on Tawny the Brave Oh, 
garbage with the theme song from The World Is Not Enough. It really wasn't the band garbage so much as it's singer Shirley Manson with orchestra. I'm, I, I, I suppose since it's credited to garbage, they must all play on it, but it's hard to tell you know where they are in the in the mix because there's probably about 60 musicians on that song uh so there you have it we're coming close to the end of uh, the second fun drive episode of tawny the brave uh there's still a little bit of time oh we're doing really well on this show uh the station is up to uh, forty two thousand dollars forty two thousand three hundred and fifty four dollars and that sounds pretty good but we've got a long way to go to reach the station's goal over the two-week period. And uh, while there's been a few Tony the Brave listeners that have uh, stepped up big time with pledges for a fun drive and for this show, and we sure appreciate that, but we still got a little bit of time, and the phones are open right now. So uh, uh, the... If you want to, let's say you're driving around, you go, damn it, I'd love to pledge, but I can't stop right now, or I'm working, or whatever your deal is. Uh, if you want to pledge at any time, 24 hours a day, you can do so, well, you can do so on the phone for another, you know, 22 hours or so. But you can pledge online anytime, even after the whole fun drive is over, and you can direct your pledge, if you wish, to this show or any show on the weekly CKOW schedule. So uh, I certainly hope that if you want to pledge and are, are unable to do so right now, that you will take the time to do so later, because the station really, support is a little bit lower than, you know, the brass we're hoping. But we certainly hope that that is going to uh, be bolstered by some late rolling in pledges. Uh, if you want to pledge to Tawny the Brave, right now is the time. 774-6877 is the number. The lines are open. Give us a call. We're going to hear from a rejected, sort of a rejected theme. The Pretenders actually contributed two songs to 1987's The Living Daylights. Yes, finally, we get uh, some sort of uh, shout-out to the Timothy Dalton years. He only made two Bond movies, and this was one of them. The theme was ultimately done by AHA, and I can't remember a single thing about it. Uh, this is really quite a good song. I think... Uh, where Has Everybody Gone by The Pretenders could have been a better theme than Aha's. What do you think? This is The Pretenders on Tawny the Brave.
with Where Has Everybody Gone, a really fine track that only appeared in snippets and instrumentals in the movie when it was all said and done. We got time for just one more quick one, and we certainly got time for one or two more calls. The phone just rang, but uh, there's still another line open, and we'd love to squeeze in uh, one more pledge before we're done here. We're going to go back to On Her Majesty's Secret Service by the John Barry Orchestra to end things off. It's kind of like the other classic Bond theme. Uh, This is how we're going to end it for this episode of Tawny the Brave. We'll be back to regular programming, whatever that means, next week. God willing. We'll talk to you then. And uh, take care. Bye.